hi and welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show and an installment of 12 Habits. 12 Habits is a year-long project where together we'll strive to make or break habits each month. We all know there are habits and lifestyle choices that are good for us, yet trying to incorporate them into daily life can be so much of a challenge that they quickly fall by the wayside. And that can make us feel as though we, the individual, has failed, when in actual fact it's the method that's not quite right. It's not you at all. So in 12 Habits, we will spend a month unpicking the challenges, figuring out our way over, under and through the barriers to making these habits stick so that they can become parts of our lives in a way that's sustainable. And because there's no point trying to stick to a habit if you've chosen to do it in a way that you can't adhere to and maintain. So our fifth habit, the habit for May 2022, is all about establishing non-negotiables. So you get that endorphin high of achieving something you've set your mind to every single day. And one thing that's been really central to this habit has been not aiming for perfection. Okay, so at the beginning of this, we said that we would set five non-negotiables every day, but the goal is to aim for them knowing that by the end of the day, we've done our best. I am certainly not trying to set anyone up for failure, and I'm certainly not saying that perfect is the best outcome. We're just talking about taking that action every single day towards those things, knowing they are good for us. So let me talk about how I've been getting on. My struggle with my five non-negotiables, which I've shared with everyone in the Facebook group, has been the water non-negotiable. Oh my goodness. Drinking two liters of water a day doesn't seem like a huge struggle, doesn't seem like it should be, but boy oh boy it is. And I know that some of you in the Facebook group have been experiencing the same issue. I really struggle to drink water, even though, even though I have plenty of experience and so much knowledge. from my life, from my actual life, that my brain tells me that when I do drink a decent amount of water every day, I feel so much better. And the reason why I say a decent amount of water and why I even thought about putting two liters in or or having a sort of putting a specific amount is because there's a lot of data to say that it's not really about the amount, it's about how hydrated you are. And you can tell that by simply looking at your urine. Gillian Michaels is always saying aim for lemonade, not apple juice or something like that. So Hydration isn't going to be, if you've had two litres of water today, bang, you're going to be hydrated. It all depends on what's going on. So um, that's me going off on a slight tangent about the amount. But I put it in there as something to aim towards. And so of all of my non-negotiables, this is the one that I've struggled with the most, but which I know probably, probably has the highest success rate or the hit rate when it comes to how it makes me feel. It makes me feel good. I mean, I get irritated at the fact that I'm always going to the bathroom, but considering I work from home a good few days a week, I mean, actually, that shouldn't be something that bothers me. But anyway, as we travel together on this journey of building in these good habits, I wanted to reframe what might be considered obstacles. And so I just came across three points that I thought about this week based on the messages that you've been sending me. Thank you to everyone who's taken a time to either DM me on Instagram at Emma Guns, has either posted in the Facebook group, uh, the link to join us in the show notes, or has sent me an email to thebeautypodcast at gmail.com about how they're getting on with their non-negotiables, because that's been really interesting because I've been uh, trying to draw my own experience, but you very generously sharing with me how you're getting on means that I'm able to draw on yours to create these episodes, which I hope is really helpful for everyone. So as we travel on this journey of building these good habits, I wanted to reframe these obstacles and hopefully 
really get you to a point where you keep going basically. So the first thing is we're halfway through this habit. And if you're thinking, oh, well, I haven't done so well with this, whatever the habit might be, whether it's one, two or more, and you're thinking, I'll just sit this one out and wait until Emma announces habit number six, then I would really encourage you to reconsider. I'm sure you've heard the saying, the best time to start was yesterday and the next best time to start is now. And that does apply here. Yes, we're already deep into this habit, but that doesn't mean you can't make significant progress between now and the end of the month. I'm just trying to think, and I often think about future me, (laughs) because I mean, why wouldn't I? Um, But I'm trying to think if future me from June the 1st would, could come back in time and tell current me, present me, anything about these habits. And I suspect she would say, look, I know you got off to a rocky start with water, but if you just try your best for the rest of the month, then you'll actually have done pretty well. Don't give up now. And also me today needs to make a note of how it makes me feel. So I've been fighting the beginnings of a migraine for the last six days. This is very unusual. If you're a long time listener or you follow me on Instagram, you'll know that I, I mean, in the past, I have been felled by micro migraines for two days of just like completely out of action. And then either two days either side of that where I'm just not quite 100% right. And this is a new experience because this has been like a migraine trying to take root for the last six days. And I haven't had a bad migraine for ages. I really haven't. But this niggling sensation that's a combination of jaw tightness, pain in my eye. First it was my left eye, now it's my right eye. Light sensitivity. I love to go walking every day. I factor in my lunch break is an hour an hour long walk. And then I tend to sort of eat standing up or at my desk. But I prioritise going out for a walk. And it's really lovely here in London at the moment. And I have been having to wear my darkest sunglasses because I'm so sensitive to light at the moment, but I've got, I really love to keep moving. So um, that's just another sign. Something's not 100% right. I'm sensitive to light. My cravings have been ridiculous, ridiculous. I woke up at about 11 o'clock last night. As I went to bed, nodded off, woke up and I suddenly thought, you've got some brioche buns in the freezer. If you put those in the oven, I mean, it was just ridiculous. I didn't, but it was ridiculous. Like that's what my brain was telling me. And plus I have an inability to really get a good quality of sleep at the moment. So that's what's been going on. That's just been really this low level irritation that's been happening for the last six days. Um, and it's been bothering me for so long now that it almost feels worse than an actual migraine, although I don't know if that's as especially true but it's as irritating as one let me tell you that and one thing I've not been able to do for the last week is stomach water and that always tends to come with the jaw tightness if my jaw feels particularly tight the idea of drinking water just feels ridiculous just feels awful anyway so I haven't really been drinking any water either so that's not great and this morning I woke up and I was so fed up of having felt like this for days now of having to say to people oh, I'm not really feeling 100% that just didn't want to keep sending that message out in the world. So I chugged 600 milliliters of water. I've got this excellent water bottle at the moment. It's the air up one that you might have heard me talk about in some of the sponsorship roles, but it's brilliant. And I can just, it's got a measurement on there. It's actually 650 milliliters because I'm looking at it right now. So I chugged one, just like downed it this morning, had an espresso, took some headache tablets. And I had already thought I'm going to have to write off today. Within half an hour, I was feeling pretty good. And I'm still a good few hours later feeling pretty perky. And I actually thought to myself, I should email myself a voice note to 
to um, arrive in my inbox at this time every month because I'm sure that this uh, migraine situation is all hormonal. Uh, just so, just to, um, the voice note will say, drink the damn water because I, obviously the tablets have helped, but they weren't helping a few days ago and the espresso might have helped temporarily, but the combination, oof, I feel great. So I want to send myself that voice note. Maybe I should call the voice note perimenopause incoming so that I don't fall into this trap again because this hasn't been the greatest feeling, but touch wood, I'm feeling all right right now. The second thing I wanted to say is these habits, these non-negotiables are an investment in yourself. And that doesn't just apply to this one. It really does apply to all of the habits that we're going to cover during 2022. And what's an investment supposed to lead to? Why would you invest money into something? It would be for profit, right? So we're investing our time and energy into something for a profit, not a financial one, but a well-being profit or a feel-good profit, whatever you might like to call it. So let's break that down in terms of these non-negotiables. You've chosen your five non-negotiables, three to five non-negotiables. However many you've chosen and what they are is your business, but you are a smart bunch. So I know that whatever they are, they'll be very, very good. Because you've recognized that their repeated action over time makes you and or your life feel better. And I'm guessing also the people around you benefit from you feeling better. So each non-negotiable you've chosen is something you've committed to invest time and effort into. And some investments reap immediate reward or profit. We're just going to say reward rather than profit now because I think I want to get away from the finance analogy. So some investments reap immediate reward, right? So one of mine is to text two friends every day. So that means that over the course of the week, I'm reaching 14 people. And it's not the same people, obviously, because they're going to be like, can I just block you now? And that has elicited the most instant rapid reward, if you like, because not only are people getting back to me pretty quickly, but we're making plans to see each other. And that feels really good to have that in the diary. But then there are the other ones, the other types of investments that take a little bit longer to reap their reward. So, uh, you know, that's where you put in the effort over time, but you've got to be consistent and you cannot give up because you will only get that delayed gratification, if you like, if you stick with it. So all of this is to say, if you're two weeks in and you're thinking, actually, Emma, these non-negotiables aren't getting me anywhere, I would really encourage you to keep going rather than give in. It's just another couple of weeks. Just keep at it, please. Because I think at the end of the month, you will have some data, your own personal data. I quite like this idea of like, we're all our own personal experimenters. And if something, like the conversation I had with Dr. Tracy Dennis Tawari the other day when she talked about anxiety and she talked about what it's trying to tell you, that's like your bio biological data or chemical data coming from within, trying to tell you something, trying to steer you in, a right, in the right direction. And I think what these habits also allow us to do is to collect data about ourselves and get to know ourselves better. So stick with it just with the purpose of having some data at the end of it, even if that data is these habits are not anything I'm going to revisit again. I'm going to walk away. At least you have that data to know that you've tried. And my third, third and final point is based actually from a conversation I had this week that you will be able to hear in an upcoming episode of the podcast. It's with the author Daniel Pink. In fact, he's an author, but he's also done an incredible TED talk. And he's talked about many, many subjects, including motivation. His, his talk on motivation is actually fantastic. But we actually discussed regret because he has a book called The Power of Regret. And as soon as I saw that book, I thought, I, A, I want to read it. B, I want to speak to Daniel. 
And in reading his book and really thinking about regret, and it's a vast spectrum, although he kind of boils it down to, he doesn't kind of, he does, boils it down to four different types of regret. One of the biggest themes that comes out of it, obviously, is this idea of of if only and what if. These questions we ask ourselves, and with a lot of these non-negotiables, from the messages I'm getting from you, my most excellent listeners, and from my own experience of doing these non-negotiables, it's not wanting to get to the end of my month asking myself, oh, what would have happened if I'd stuck to it? What would have happened if I'd just given, given May this? I'll never know. I'll never know if I'd stuck with that habit, if I would have actually felt as good as I expected I would for, for me to have actually written it down as a non-negotiable in the first place. Like we've obviously all written down these non-negotiables because they are relevant to us. And with the expectation that if we stuck with them for a month, we'd feel better. So if we haven't stuck with it, well, I don't want to have the regret of thinking, I wonder what would have happened if I had texted two friends every day for 30 days. Now I know that I'll know because I'm committing to that. And so that was just really interesting to me when I was talking to Daniel, I did think about you and I thought about these habits. And I don't want to absent myself from experiencing the benefits because I just didn't stick to it because it's only a month that we're asking for. So that's another thing to think about. And sometimes going through the drudgery, being uncomfortable and gritting your teeth when you'd rather give in is the part of the journey that actually sort of speeds you closer to your destination. Feels like rubbish, but it can actually be the best part. And at the end, it can be the part that you appreciate the most. So that is what I'm going to leave you with for this episode of 12 Habits. But thank you to everyone who's taken the time to get in touch and share with me what they've been doing. If you haven't already, but you would like to chat with me about this, then email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com or you can DM me on Instagram and Twitter where I'm at Emma Guns or we are chatting about these habits in the Facebook group. So go to the show notes, click the link to join, answer the questions, please answer the questions and agree to the rules and I'll let you in and we can discuss your non-negotiables, my non-negotiables, everyone's non-negotiables at our leisure in the Facebook group. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you on the next one. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.